in the morning. Five friends have found the mysterious and fiercely powerful Book of the Dead, which releases a violent demon on a bloodthirsty quest to possess them all. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, you know, it is December. You know, that time of Christmas and gift giving. And, you know, what's the gift that keeps on giving? Remakes. So... It's the middle of remake month, and uh, this week we pulled out of our stocking the uh, 2013 remake of Evil Dead, a remake of the uh, 1978-1981, depending on what source you look at, Sam Raimi film, The Evil Dead, um, and the sequel, The Evil Dead 2. And this one wasn't given to us by Rob Zombie, so, you know, there's that. So, you heard what the Amazon description had to say. We watched it on Amazon, because why the fuck not? And, uh, yeah, let's just dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Sounds good to me. Let's start out with the top three. What was what was good about this one? There's a lot of good, good with this one. You want me to kick things off? Sure, go for it. All right, for one, the general plot of this remake was a lot different from the original. It definitely helped distinguish itself and really made it impossible to confuse the, the two with each other. Number two, the characters were pretty resilient, all things considered. Most of them survived at least one attempt on their lives. I mean, one guy gets stabbed in the face with a syringe and manages to push off the woman on top of her that's trying to kill him. And at one point, this one woman gets her arm possessed and just cuts it off with a uh, turkey carver. That was pretty badass. So, you know, they may not have been the smartest individuals, but hey, they weren't the easiest to kill. And number one, this movie actually beat Dead Alive for the most amount of blood in any film, and that's one hell of an accomplishment considering how much blood Dead Alive had. Okay, in the defense of Dead Alive, this movie only did that because they literally made it rain blood. Yep, still did it. So it's still an accomplishment. Not saying saying which one did it better, but I'm just saying... I'm just saying it's kind of a cop-out that it just kind of like rained blood out of nowhere. It wasn't like blood actually coming from something. I'll give credit where it's due. Number three for me, um, in this film, they use duct tape to fix every wound. You know, somebody gets stabbed with a knife. Ah, put some fucking duct tape over it. Uh, I forget. Uh, oh, yeah, someone cuts off their arm. Ah, just duct tape it closed. I mean, fuck it. They should have used duct tape to fix Olivia's skull after Scott asshole like caved it in with the, with the back of the toilet seat. Spoiler alert, I'm sure she would have been fine if they would have just put a little duct tape over it. Yeah, I mean, duct tape does fix just about everything that breaks in my place. Um, number two, as you said, there is a ton of gore, a ton of blood in this film. Um, most of it is, you know, legitimately in there from violent means, and then there's some, you know supernatural blood rain stuff that happens at the end but still the the uh the gore and the special effects are pretty impressive and uh i do love it oh yeah if you're looking for a gory horror film this one does not disappoint at all uh number one there are so many homages to the original um evil dead and evil dead 2 in this film um you can see ash's car buried in the in the trees and in the leaves um how they arrange the chains on the basement door um, the girl getting the necklace, cutting off of the arm slash hand, uh, how they change between human and demon form to try and fool people, um, taking the chainsaw to the girlfriend in the shed, and and so many more. Um, just subtle nuances of the film that uh, pay tribute and homage to the original. Now for the bad. All right. Number three, they named their dog Grandpa, and that just seems really orally planned out. It would be really awkward to say phrases like, Grandpa ran away from home. 
I need to take Grandpa out for a walk. Grandpa shit on the floor yesterday. We need to take Grandpa to the vet to get fixed, or I'm sorry, kids, but we had to put Grandpa down today. Number two, the responsible caretakers for Mia, who's withdrawing from drugs, not only leave the car keys lying around for her to find and take the car, but they also leave a fucking loaded shotgun around as well. Like, fuck people. Like, you're supposed to be taking care of her, but you can't even keep straight a fucking your car keys or a fucking loaded shotgun. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? And number one, I appreciated some of the homages this movie made to the original, but some of them were just really forced, especially the dialogue. They insert lines that are clearly from the original films, but they don't work and they come off as really awkward and the very ending of this film is a really really obvious reference to well to the evil dead 2 and i'll get into that later in my final take but i don't think either references worked out very well and they pale in comparison to what happened in the original and it's impossible to not compare the two because it's a blatant ripoff and they well they share the same name so Gotta compare them. So for me, number three, title-itis. The title of this film makes it worse because you are constantly comparing it to the original Evil Dead, if you've seen the original Evil Dead. And, you know, this movie just pales in comparison in, in just about every way except the amount of blood and gore and the realisticness of the violence. Number two, all the characters in this film are unlikable and have no change or development throughout the film other than changing between human and demon. They're just, they're very static. You say they're, they're, they're kind of calm, all things considered. I just think it's because they have no personality and don't know how to react to a situation because none of them have any emotion. I didn't say they're calm. I'm saying they were resilient. They like didn't die right away the first time <laughs> they got attacked. So well, I guess, it's more I than guess I that is different. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's more than I can say about 99% of um, characters in horror films. Oh, look, a phone without a cord. Oh, I strangled myself again. <laughs> and then number one for me was the embodiment of the demon. Now, in the original Evil Dead, I complained because you never saw the demon, um, which I knew they, they do show at the end of Evil Dead 2. It's giant. It's grotesque. It's stop-motion animation, and it's fucking awesome. In this, the embodiment of the demon is just some, like, anorexic-looking naked girl. Like, there's nothing intimidating about it. There's nothing scary about it. You know, she's got long hair like Sadaku or whatever her fucking name is from The Ring, and you can't see her face. And, like, when she touches you, your skin boils. Like, I I I'm sorry. Like, it's that's not scary or intimidating to me. Like, especially when, spoiler alert, whenever... You know, the main character gets a chainsaw. It just kind of, like, sits there and lets the person cut it in half with a chainsaw. Like, no big deal. Like, oh, I guess I'm dead now. Like, bye. Okay, that reminds me of another bottom thing that I forgot to add. But I, this needs said. So there's a shower scene, and the girl in it is not naked. Like, no boobs. So I had to take back a drink because I couldn't drink for every time there were boobs. So that, that's a crime in this film. Sam Raimi wouldn't have done that. So there you have it. I don't think we mentioned the dialogue. I think you, you kind of mentioned it, but uh, let's give ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. quote war. So we're going to quote this movie back and forth. Um, I guess I'll get us started off with, I released something evil. You are all going to die tonight. I'm going to burn this fucking place down. Go back to hell, bitch. Your little sister's being raped in hell. Why the hell did he do that? I can smell your filthy soul. 
One by one, we will take you. And that ends this episode edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film or would like to tell us who won this episode edition of Quote Wars, please leave it in the comments below or on our website, bmoviebros.com. Now, I think it's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. One to ten, one being the best, ten being the worst. How many shots do you need to get this through this film? I gave it a five out of ten. I give it a 3 out of 10. Um, I have to say, Evil Dead is the remake that tries to hide its remake status, yet pays homage to the original in a way that only fucks itself over. It's a decent enough film with some over-the-top gore and underdeveloped characters. You know, the plot's pretty basic. Five friends are in a secluded place getting murdered by demons, but uses a lot of dialogue from the original two movies, which really doesn't fit. Why, you ask? Because the new movie just takes itself way too seriously. And kind of in that, you know, uses a serious plot with serious tonage and serious acting characters to, like, try and bury the fact that it's a remake of a movie which has a lot of slapstick comedy in it. Because of the dark humor and the slapstick of the original and the -the over-the-topness that made that such a hit, that really just takes what this movie tries to do and drives it into the ground. It could have been better. I mean, almost every movie could have been better. But this one really could have been better if it had a different title and just paid homage to the Evil Dead instead of trying to be the Evil Dead. That, and the book's not even called the Necronomicon, and it doesn't have a face. So fuck you. You see, I kind of looked at it a little differently. I have to give this movie credit where it's due. The Evil Dead remake definitely took a lot of creative liberties from the source material. The plot and the characters are completely different, and unlike Sam Raimi's classic series, the remake is a pure comedy, whereas the original is a horror comedy. This movie could have easily gotten away with being its own film rather than a remake, and I actually think it would have been a lot stronger if it had done that. The fact that it's a remake really makes it hard not to compare certain things. It made the film seem compelled to make references to the original that just felt forced, especially with the dialogue. A lot of the lines are are almost directly torn from the original and awkwardly inserted to the film. However, if the film hadn't been made, in, however, if the original film hadn't been made in the first place, none of the homages would have been, been there, but this movie also probably wouldn't have been made if that hadn't been the case, so... It's kind of a moot point to debate whether or not it would have been better if it had or not. I don't know. The ending of this movie is just weird. For some reason, burying me in the backyard, like, for 30 seconds, like, rid the demon from her. And suddenly it starts raining blood. And how the fuck does a 100-pound drug addict girl rip her fucking hand off when it's still clearly attached by the bone? That didn't make any sense at all. You said earlier, the embodiment of the demon just kind of sits there and lets lets Mia chainsaw her to death. So that didn't really work out for me. But, you know, overall, as a horror film, I'd, I'd rate it definitely above average as far as horror films. But it's really hard not to compare it to the original. And if it hadn't tried to make so many really forced references and homages to the original, I think it would have been an overall better film. But like I said, it wouldn't have made nearly as much money. So who am I to judge? I mean, when I, when I think of a movie that took the concept that was you know brought out by the Evil Dead, used a lot of that and put its own spin on it and took its own title and, like, did some other stuff but paid a lot of homages to the Evil Dead. I think of, like, Cabin in the Woods, where, you know, five friends go to a cabin, read out a book, 
resurrect demons and you know i know there's a whole lot of other shit going on in it well that was a reference to horror films in general well, there's like, a lot there's a lot of other horror horror film stuff in there but like that that specific plot yeah. line but that was more of a deconstruction of horror films not a not a remake not really i made homages obviously but it was a deconstruction of the entire um well no, entire i'm not saying genre. it was a remake i'm just saying like i agree with you where this film could have been its own film. Yeah. I, I, I think, think it would have been, been better stronger. if it was its own film and not a remake of The Evil Dead. Yeah, like, I, I like the fact that they made it a lot different, but when you when you're going to make it, some of the dialogue and how forced it is, it's like, all right. When you're going to make this a movie that different, make it its own movie. Yeah, I, I didn't really see any need for it to you be... You know, just say, inspired by The Evil Dead in the beginning credits or something. Yeah, because as a, as a horror film, it, it's really solid. It's, a, it's actually a really good film, but I think it was weakened by the fact that it is a quote-unquote um, Evil Dead remake, and whereas it was fun on its own. I think that... If whoever wrote it just had a little more confidence in their ability of writing it and didn't feel they had to market it as a remake of an already already well-known film series, it would have been a lot better. So, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to try and give every B-movie review an A-moving companion and tell you why these movies are the same film, just of a different standard and quality. But, since we all know that the remake's A-movie version is always the original, we want to know which one is better. The original or the remake. When you take a look at the Evil Dead, the first thing you really have to look at is what makes the Evil Dead the Evil Dead. And there are two things. One is Ashley Williams. Of course. Who is, of course, not in the new movie. Two is the Book of the Dead itself, the Necronomicon. And what's that? The biggest characteristic of the book is it's bound in human flesh and it's actually a face on the cover. And the, uh, the Book of the Dead in this film was just very plain. The cover was very plain. It was just stitched together leather looking. Um, not very exciting. And uh, I definitely think, not as memorable. Yeah. One thing about this film is it didn't really have a main character. It mostly focused around Mia's brother and then switched to focusing around Mia. Whereas in the original, it was obvious from the beginning that Ash was the main character and he remained it throughout the the entire trilogy. So this one wasn't as character-driven. The point for characters definitely goes to the original. More memorable, obviously, but also more character-driven. So Also, one of the most crucial scenes of the original is the tree rape scene. Yeah, that that never leaves your memory once you see it. And um, I, I feel like in the original, the scene is more intense and... It's actually the trees that do it. And in the new, the embodiment of the demon kind of like shows up and spits out this weird slug thing, which kind of like crawls up into the girl, like as she's being held by the trees. I don't know. It just seems like it's really drawn out to me. That's one thing this movie is missing more tree rape. (laughs) Yeah, but that's one of those iconic things. Oh, yeah. The trees, Ashley. It was the trees themselves. Like... Yeah, they focused a lot on the demon rather than the um, the, the forest coming forest, alive. Yeah. Like, which I thought was one of the things that made the Evil Dead so scary was you knew that there was there were things in the forest in the um, woods in the forest, but you didn't know exactly what it was. Where this made it very clear. I mean, yeah, there was the the demons and all that, which the Necronomicon talks about, but you don't know exactly what's alive and what isn't. And I don't know. I felt that. 
this one really didn't have that. So it was still scary, but it was more like just a single demon that had powers determined by the plot. Speaking of the plot, one of the other big points of the plot is why they can't leave the cabin. And that's because in the original, the bridge is out, um, which was kind of weird. Like the bridge was destroyed and all the eye beams that was holding it were like curled back towards them um, like a giant claw. But in the new one, they actually explained it as they drove through a valley, I think it was, or they drove over a low bridge, which is now flooded um, because it's been raining like the whole time where they were there. And I actually like how they do that in the new one because there's like a true explanation of why they can't cross it, like, or why that happened. Like, I know in the original, the explanation is, you know, because the woods are alive, but I just, I, I like that whole, like, it's flooded so you can't get past it. Like, there's an actual legitimate, you know, barrier, and they know why it's there. Definitely. I, I, I like the um, setup for this, for the um, new one, too, where it was um, a girl going through a rehab session in the middle of the woods. It, it was different from what I've seen. Like, the original is classic. I mean, it's just five friends in the woods, which it. I don't think that film created that, but, I mean, it's still pretty pretty iconic to it. But they, it, they both had pretty unique um, unique setups, at least for the time. Um, Character-wise, I mean, every character in the original, like, has a set of defining characteristics. Um, whereas in the new one, uh, they're all kind of, like, interchangeable or, like, do things for, like, no reason, like, that's explained. Like, in the original, Scott reads out of the Necronomicon because... Uh, I He's can't. a dick. Yeah. I mean, because the Scott, sister, the sister's like, don't do it, stop. And then he's just like laughing and he's like, oh, come on. And like keeps reading out of it. Whereas in this one, like the guy who's there with, you know, with Olivia is just like sitting in the room reading the book. Like there's no reason for him to be interested in the book. Like that's not explained. Like they kind of allude to him being friends with the brother. Like it, it, it's really not explained well who everybody is, why they're all there. Yeah, and they kind of sorta or like, you know, what their relationship is. Yeah, and and the Scott Fillin guy, he was mad at the brother for reasons that are never fully explained. I think they 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 get mad at him because he left at some point. I don't know. It was really weird and there was really it didn't add to anything. So character wise, uh, I have to say I have to give that point to the original. Oh yeah, most definitely. The um, characters in, are were much more iconic in the original, and they were more interesting. I mean, okay, I didn't think they were really bad in this one. I just didn't think that they were memorable. Um, two more things. Um, one, the demon. I mean, is it really a contest? Like the 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 no. demon was much better in the original. Oh yeah, in, in the remake, basically the demon is just like there, just fucking with people, possessing them. And it was basically kind of like a zombie thing, whereas in the original, I mean, you fucking had laughing, like, fucking moose heads on the walls and shit like that. Like, you never really knew what the fuck was going to happen. I mean, when Ash cuts off his hand, it, like, it crawls through a mouse hole and flicks him off, so. That brings us to what might possibly be the biggest thing to compare, which is special effects. Oh, yeah. Um, The gore and special effects, which... Really, because techniques have changed so much and because the tones of the movies are completely different, whereas the original two are dark comedies and the new one is a straight horror film, they take much different approaches to the looks of the demon, of the possessed people, 
and um, just kind of even like what kind of blood and stuff spurts out. Like in in the first two films, you've got blood and you've got like milk spurting out, and you've got this very like that claymation clunky clayed up <laughs> stuff. Um, but it fits with the tone of the film. Yeah, it, it was. It looks good. It as like for the time, you know, because the demons are so over exaggerated. Um, you know, the possessed people are so over exaggerated. It really works to distinguish them as they are definitely possessed, and it's changed them physically. Whereas in the new one, um, when they're possessed, they look like zombies. You know, um, I mean, I thought they did pretty good. I, I, like, I, 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 was, I, the the makeup and the special, they are done very extremely well in the new one. But there's nothing really unique about them. Yeah. And, I mean, effect-wise, like, there were a lot of really good effects in the uh, remake, I thought. Um, but that also has to do with the fact that there was bit of a budget difference between the two um the original evil dead was made on a budget of four thousand four hundred thousand dollars three hundred thousand of three hundred fifty to four hundred thousand um according to wikipedia and the remake was made off of 17 million dollars and now if i typed in the the budget of the original into an inflation calculator which aren't completely accurate but that would have come out to nowadays to one million one hundred that and fifteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven, uh, and nine hundred and seventy-five dollars and thirty-four cents. So it's so the still, new one had seventeen times the budget. Yeah, pretty much. So it's yeah. Even considering um, inflation, they still had a lot more money to work with. But considering the tones of each film and how they utilized uh, gore and special effects, I'm actually going to say for me, it's a draw. I think they both do a very wonderful job um, utilizing um, gore to fit their movie appropriately. Yeah, I agree. It's really it's not really fair to compare the two because they are, like you said, very different films, and they were made in different time periods, so it's not really a fair comparison to make. But uh, I think overall, I mean, definitely the original Evil Dead is better. Um, and it's, it's more satisfying to watch Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 uh, than to watch the remake, Evil Dead. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree. I, I, did, I actually did really like this one, but I, I mean, you just can't beat the original. I mean, if you're looking for a pure horror film, the remake works much better. But if you're just looking for... Uh, classic like you know fun sort of film to watch then go with the um go with the originals you really can't beat them all right so now i think it's time for us to tell you how to drink away the flick drink away the flick come on and grab your drink let's drink away the flick boom, 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 boom. we'll give you some drinking games for this film but remember friends drink responsibly number one every time there are dead cats on screen take a drink number two Anytime someone becomes demon-fied, take a drink. Number three, every time the book is on screen, take a drink. Number four, whenever the bearded hipster-looking Scott replacement motherfucker is a pussy or a dick, take a drink. And, of course, number five, because it's remake month, anytime this film reminds you of the original, take a drink. Every time Mia experiences withdrawal syndrome, take a drink. Every time someone loses a limb, take a drink. Every time Mia's brother has somebody mad at him for some reason that's not explained, take a drink. And every time you hear a quote that's clearly from the original films, take a drink. So there you have it. That's how you can 
drink away this flick. If you have any other thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to a pay- our PayPal or our Patreon accounts. Links provided below. So we've seen three films this month. I think it's time to rank them. Um, at the number three spot for me, Halloween from 2007. It, ju- it just missed the mark on everything that the original had going for it and really just turned it into a shit show. Number two, Evil Dead. It's a good movie, but it suffers from constant comparison and trying too hard to both pay homage to and be different from the original film. Number one, for me, Night of the Living Dead from 1990. I think it does everything right for a remake. It changes things just enough to be different and keeps most of what made the original film iconic in there. For me, number three was obvious. Rob Zombie's Halloween. Wow, Rob Zombie. Way, Way to fuck that one up. Like... God damn it. Number two, I actually put Night of the Living Dead. The changes that were made to it, I didn't think were necessary, and I think a lot of them really missed the point of what the original was doing. And overall, I just didn't see a point to watching that over the original. It wasn't bad, but I... And I don't think I really gained much more from watching the remake than I did from watching the original. And number one, The Evil Dead. As a pure horror film, it's really good. And while it's completely different from the original, and I, I'm obviously biased toward the original, I definitely say check it out if you want to see like an actual pure horror, horror version of The Evil Dead that also has a ton of blood and is in itself a really good film. So there you have it. Well, next week it'll, uh, it'll be just about time for Christmas. So uh, let's check our... What the fuck is going on with our stocking, Paul? Why is it black now? Shit. Oh, God. What? Fucking. Really? There's only one explanation. This can't be good. Black Christmas from 2006. There's a remake to that? Yes, there's a remake of Black Christmas. Oh, God. This can't be good. That's that's the only that's the only explanation. So uh, before I, we go, I just wanted to give um, a shout out to to um, our friend Dan Young of Viral Films UK, whose film for her is coming out this Christmas, and to our friend Phantom Dark Dave, whose new show Comics Be Good podcast is coming out pretty soon. So definitely check that out. Also, Corey and I actually just made our own f- short film recently called um, Rockabye, which was written by me, and it's on YouTube, and you should go check it out. Links will be on on Twitter. So, there you have it, friends. So, until next time, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we, uh,